0: Tom Frederick, Tim Hyatt, Chad Berger from Bob Youngfield, University of Sioux Falls, loses to Winona State 42-35. Despite a five-touchdown performance, thrown touchdown performance by Cam Dean, who also rushed for more than 100 yards today. Here's a quick scoring summary of today's game before Coach Glagowski joins us here in the booth. USF jumped to a 7-0 lead on their opening possession of the day the game's second possession 11 yards Dean to Sleikhaus capping a 10-play 75-yard drive Karon Hendred tied it at seven on a 75-yard run on the next play Cougars went uh, 71 yards and eight plays on their next possession 31-yard pass Dean to Sleikhaus 14-7 Cougars at the end of one but Sleikhaus got injured on that play in the end zone and was not seen again the rest of the day in the second quarter, Cougars went up by two scores on Dean's 51-yard throw to Adonis Hutchinson. A bad snap on the PAT, though, made it 20-7. That was an 8-play, 81-yard drive. On the next possession, on the second play for Winona, Karon uh, Hendred went 77 yards, <laughs> 20-14 to at the half. Dean fumbles deep in his own end. Griffin Weagle covers it at the 11-yard line of the Cougars. One play later, Hendricks in the end zone from 11 yards out to make it 21-20. They went up 28-20 when Ty Gavin scored from a yard out on the, what, with 35 seconds ago in the third quarter. Cougars tied it with 10:40 left. Four-yard throw, Dean to Hunter Schneider. They went for two. Dean hits Matt Grzybowski in the left flat to tie it up at 28. Quentin Pringle breaks the tie. Two-yard run for the Warriors, 8-play, 75-yard drive. He gets in the end zone with uh, 6.39 to go to make it 35-28. Cougars score with 119 left. Dean, a 12-yard throw to Christian Janis. They contemplated going for two, settled for a a kick, made it. 35-all with 119 to go. But then the Warriors go 75 yards in five plays. The big play on that particular possession, a 34-yard run by Quinton Pringle. Knocked out of bounds at the four-yard line. Next play, he scores. Cougars have an opportunity, but fail to capitalize in the final 38 seconds and drop a 42-35 decision here at home. And as we mentioned, that's the first time ever that they've lost three home games here at Bob Young Field. Other scores from around
1: the NSIC today, including that big one, Crosstown, at Kirkabee Ober Stadium. Yeah, they're all finals in the games that were played this afternoon. Augustana remains unbeaten. They defeat Minnesota State, Mankato, 28-10. Bemidji uh, wins again. They have just one loss on the year. They defeat Concordia, 38-3. Davenport defeats Mary in a non-conference game, 44-34. Minnesota Duluth over Minot State, 42-7. And Minnesota State, Moorhead, wins again. They defeat SMSU, 34-17 34-17, the final. Six o'clock tonight. Wayne State on the road in Aberdeen taking on Northern State.
0: The Cougars now 88 and 30 in Northern Sun competition. They're 43 and 16 at home, 45 and 14 on the road. Winona is just one of those teams that they have the Cougars dialed in, whatever it yeah. is. They've taken seven of eleven meetings. The Cougars have sub 500 rec- sub 500 records against only two teams in the northern sun. That's Winona, they're 4 and 7, and they're 2 and 9 against Mankato.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, it's 5 of the last 6 for the Warriors over correct. Sioux Falls. Yep. Wow. And and four of those five by one score or less. Yep. And this one
0: qualifies as yep, one sure score does. <laughs> or less. Cougar's now 3 and 3 under Coach Glow, when they score first, and they are two and two when leading at the half, under Coach Glow. And now the record when leading at the half in the D2 era: 100 wins and 12 losses. Final score today: 42 to 35, Winona State with the wind. Visit Schulte Subaru at 7601 South Minnesota Avenue or online at Subaru of Sioux Falls.com to find your next vehicle. Be kind stay positive, think Subaru. And Shoneman's has been furnishing the best building supplies and expert advice since 1888. Located at 4,000 Southwestern Avenue and in Harrisburg, whether you're a builder, contractor, or do-it-yourselfer, Shoneman's has everything you need for your project, big or small. You'll find the best products and expert advice at Shoneman's. 42:35. our final. We'll be back. We'll continue our postgame. Right after this, from Bob Youngfield here on KWSN. From Bob Youngfield, Winona State has just won a very exciting 42 to 35 contest with the University of Sioux Falls, and I don't know how exciting it was for Coach Jim Glagowski. It's got to be disappointing, Coach, when especially when you're up early in the second quarter, 20 to seven, and not able to hold on here at home.
2: Yeah, frustration would be a, uh, a mild way of putting it. Um, you know, I. I just got done talking to the team, and, and I just told those guys. I said, "Hey, man, I go. It's it's as simple as making plays, tackling, catching, blocking." And um, I thought we lacked fire today. You know, obviously, um, you know, I thought the wind was turned into like a lot of times was somewhat of a factor. And um, I just felt like going into the fourth quarter. I just, you know, I felt like we had the win down by a touchdown. I felt good about it, and then just too many explosive plays running the football, where guys were just turning the corner. It looked like Mankato all over again. Yeah. yeah, two of them in the
0: first half, Hendred, and then one, a backbreaker here in the final drive of the game. Pringle came around the left corner. I thought he was going to score untouched, but Garrett Hoffman was able to save the touchdown there. Only, on the next play, did you allow yeah. them to score?
2: Yeah, we. I just said, hey, let them score. Because, to be honest with you, um, we had one timeout left in 40-some seconds, and um, I just felt like that was our best bet right. to try to you know you look back at the Super Bowl and some of that kind of stuff over the years and <laughs> everyone sits in front of their TV on their couch talking about what they would do and obviously um, it worked out that way and we had the ball with 40 seconds left and then we the kickoff <sighs> instead of letting it go out of bounds we try to catch it and knock it out of bounds instead of getting the ball at the 35 yard line and 40 seconds and we we just continually put ourselves in a tough situation and shot ourselves in the foot and. You know, give credit to Winona, but they dropped a lot of passes early, too. They could have scored a few more touchdowns and gave us an opportunity to kind of hang around and uh, gave us an opportunity to to do some things, and we just couldn't take advantage of the opportunities we had, and to their credit, they did.
1: On the run plays in the first half and then the one late in the game, is it as simple as, you've talked about it a number of times this year, fits? Or was it uh, missed assignments? What was the situation in those?
2: Well, on the first touchdown, we were blitzing, and the linebacker, once he sees the blitz, is supposed to, you know, just work outside, and he just didn't even see it, buried his head, ran in there, and so you're a guy, and he gets around the corner. Um, Later on in the game, similar situation. The linebacker ran inside of the block, and the guy sealed him inside, and he's gone around the corner. And, you know, that's the thing we preach, and and obviously I've got to do a better job of getting the point across because it's not getting across, but... It, defensive football is like playing chess or checkers, you know, it's man for man, block for block, and, and you just can't leave you know, imagine if you're playing checkers and you've got three guys surrounding one, it's not going to end well, right. and it's the same difference here, you have to have enough guys there, and, we, and we're short hats, uh, or we're short guys when they don't read it right, and you know, um, I think the worst part about it was, was we're calling the play out, like you know, they had shown that they would run that play with the back in a certain position, and then to the tight end with nobody else outside of him, and we knew it was coming. It's just uh, that's probably the thing that makes it more frustrating.
0: The big plays, we talked about that. But if he come down to a one-score one, one score game, he gave him a short field on the 11-yard line, early stages, third quarter. The only turnover of the game, Cam, was separated from the football, and they capitalized.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a big momentum there. Um, you know, obviously tough snap. He goes high for the snap, and then he's running for his life back there. And it just seemed like, uh, once again, you know, they were, you know, when you look at the, the, the simple math of it they were able to rush the quarterback and cause problems and we weren't able to get to the quarterback and that's something we've got to address moving forward in the offseason we've got to get better again after the quarterback and um, especially in a day like today when the wind's blown like that you've got to be able to take advantage of some of the limitations that the wind creates and um, I don't think we were able to do that very well today.
1: Offensively you were you were going great in the first half you lost Carter Sleickhouse you lost Adonis Hutchinson it seemed like there was a long stretch there in the middle part of the game where the offense just was you had some guys, Spinning John wheel. <laughs> John Palmer playing for the first time in over a year. Yeah, um, you know, how much did the offensive game plan change in that interim until kind
2: of at the end when they looked like they kind of
1: found their footing again?
2: Yeah, you know, and, and then Jalen Taylor obviously was yep. out too, and you know you're you you do not ever anticipate that, but obviously you've got guys that practice all week long and they've got to step up and. You know, I'll never make excuses, um, you know, injuries and whatnot. But, yeah, certainly there's a challenge there where the rhythm and the timing and kind of the expectation and the chemistry is not there. And, you know, I'll give John a lot of credit. You know, he came out there today and he played really hard. And But, yeah, that's the first time the guys played in a year almost and um, coming off an, an injury himself. So, um, yeah, there was some, certainly some challenges and putting some guys in different spots. And But, you know, ultimately that didn't cost us the game. I think what cost us the game is our inability to make plays consistently.
0: You were down twice. the guys could have, you know, just cashed it in. But they showed some pretty good resilience to come back and forge ties. And I thought they got the crowd and everybody else back in it when they did that.
2: Yeah, I think that's called the silver lining, right? I mean, (laughs) I I feel like that's the one thing I will say is that our attitude and our effort has been really good all year long. And, you know, you get in these games and you're losing 42-35 here and you lose to, you know, Duluth by a touchdown. And last week it, it felt like a touchdown even though it was 13. You know, it's just like... We've got to figure out a way to uh, to take advantage of those those opportunities within the game. And like you said, a turnover here, a missed opportunity there. Um, you know, I, I, I can kick myself in the first quarter. I should have used a couple of timeouts in the first quarter to kind of preserve the wind a little bit longer. Um, I didn't do that. So, you know, we can all be better, myself included.
0: With 119 to play, you're down 35-34. It looks as though you're going to go for two. I saw you
2: put two fingers
1: up.
0: And then you changed your mind. You ended up settling for the tie. You got the PAT to, to make it 35 all. What was going through your
2: mind at that stage? Yeah, you know, I mean, I thought about, obviously, you win the game right there. But um, you don't get it. And then you've just wasted what I would consider a phenomenal effort to get back in the game. And I guess I've always going back again to watching the Super Bowl on my couch, and what would I do in that situation? I've always felt like if you're at home, you go for the tie because you're at home and the wind and all that kind of stuff. And you know, if you're on the road, maybe you know, or if you're just lucky to be back in the game at that point, you go for the win right there. But I didn't feel like we were. Honestly, I thought we were going to stop and get the ball back. It was such a strong wind. You know, I thought we'd be able to get a good job, do a good job on defense, get off the field maybe, and um, especially when he started going for it. Um, and then we're just going to sit on the ball. I felt like you know we had a chance to get the ball back and maybe take a last-second field goal with the win. I just wanted to try to create as many opportunities for us to win the game versus if you miss that one play, then essentially the previous 59 minutes are out the window.
0: The running game outside of Cam today really kind of spun its wheels, only 60 yards from the backs. Uh, give me your assessment of this Winona defense. Cam did throw five touchdown passes and ran for over
2: 100 yards himself. Five touchdowns. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that's playing his tail off, you know. And I, the thing I would say is, I think that it seemed like to me at times that we physically uh, weren't able to create a dent in the line of scrimmage. You know, it, it seemed like they were hanging around in our backfield quite a bit. Um, like guys were making cuts a yard or two in the backfield. And that's never good. And so we've got to look at that on the film, but. Um, You know, we've gotta be able to run the ball more consistently when we want, when we need to and um you know, that's part of the thing with the wind. You're trying to kinda get through the quarter and and be able to control the ball and dig it out of the when you're pinning your own side of the the field there. So that's all part of it. I mean, believe me, there's several things that we can do better And, and I told the kids I said, Hey man, you come back to work tomorrow, we gotta get better. I mean that's I don't that's all I know, you know, and and we'll get it right. We're going to keep working, and as these kids get all this experience, they'll be better, and, you know, we lose, just as you guys know, just a handful, four or five seniors is all we have, and so, you know, we're learning some tough lessons right now, and that's not fun, uh, believe me, you know, especially for the coaches and the players that work at it and the family and the friends, but, you know, I believe in doing it the right way, and I think if we keep on pounding away, uh, it'll pay dividends in the future.
0: In eight games, your defense is allowed 45 or more times. As a defensive coach from way back and a defensive player from way back, is that sticking your craw?
2: Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible. We got to be better on defense, and um, there's a lot of reasons for it. Um, you know, I think we're in a situation right now where I don't know if, if it's a physical issue as much as it's a mental issue or whatnot. But I think the the confidence level is not there, and a big thing of defense is having confidence, right, and feeling really confident about what you're doing and how you're doing it, and um, and we don't have that right now. So you see it a few times. It's kind of Showing itself during the season, where you guys are showing some emotion, but we don't play the game with a whole lot of emotion. If you've noticed that either, and that's that's part of the problem. When you're confident and you're playing fast and playing hard, you make a lot of plays. When you're second guessing, you're not 100% confident. You're a half a second yeah. late, and you dribble down the guy's leg and of running him out of bounds.
0: Well, it was a celebratory press box up here. Your daughter, Sam, her 10th birthday. Your mother-in-law was here. Your mom was here. Your wife were here decorating in her honor and whatnot. But. Uh, not able to bring home a W for her birthday.
2: No, and, you know, a big thank you to to Rocky. Uh, Ray it was kind enough. He was not going to use the box today and offered it up to, to us. And I think we had some coaches' wives up there and whatnot, and, you know, we're still about family, and, and obviously, as a coach, you go home, and, you know, we're three and five right now, and but I'm still a dad. I still got a 10th birthday party to celebrate. It's not <laughs> fair to her to go home and be a total turd, you know. I don't think you can say that in the FCC, but yeah, you I say think that? That you're you good. Got you say that it, yep. yeah, All right. But you know, and that's the thing I've learned in my career, 20-some years of doing this. Um, you guys have seen a lot of football too. There's good days. There's bad days. There's seasons that you just kind of want to flush. But this is not worth flushing. This is worth remembering and getting better and working at it. And we still got, you know, we got a chance to go play a top-five team in the country next week let's go let's get on the bus and let's go and um you know that doesn't sound daunting to me it's just another opportunity and that's how i look at this i don't look at it as a you know a one-day deal it's it's a it's a process and it's not going to change how i coach and yeah it's awesome shout out to ten, big 10 year old sam she's double digits finally the, the last of my four <laughs> you know um yeah but i like i said it's uh this is a special place and it's going to continue to be a special place and it's awesome seeing her run around and having fun and living life and um you know I can be a coach for another hour here, and then I'll go home and be a dad, and then tomorrow morning I'll be a coach again, so that's okay.
0: (laughs) The battle of the unbeatens. Augustana wins at home over Mankato today. 28-10, to the final. Is that right?
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I can't even process that right now, but I'm surprised they held them to 10 points. I thought uh, maybe Mankato would be a little more explosive, but, you know, congratulations to OJ and and, and Augie. That's a big win for those guys. All right.
0: Jim Glagowski, thank you very much for your time. As always, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Coach. 42-35, the final here at Bob Young Field as the Warriors come from down 20-7 to early in the second quarter for the win. They go to 4-4 four four on the year. Sioux Falls drops to 3-5, and, and Tim's got to look at the final statistics.
1: Winona State had 16 first downs, 442 yards of total offense on 55 plays. They ran it for 279, and they threw the ball for 163. Cougars had 23 first downs 463 yards of total offense on 80 plays they ran it for 182 yards through it for 281 uh, time of possession 35-47 for Sioux Falls to 24-13 for the Warriors USF was six of 16 on third down two for three on fourth down they held the Warriors to four of 11 on third down conversions penalized uh, the War- Cougars were penalized three times for 30 yards the Warriors twice for 11. Leading rusher in the game was Karon Hendred. Eight carries, 178, three touchdowns. That's a 22.2 yards per carry average. Uh, Quentin Pringle, nine carries, 45 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Ty Gavin, six carries, 28, and a touchdown. Cam Dean had 111 yards rushing on 21 carries. He was 21 of 36 for 280 yards passing, five touchdowns. He was sacked three times in the game. Uh, Quarterback Cole Stenstrom, for the Warriors he was 10 of 19 for 163 yards he was sacked once no touchdowns or interceptions for him Carter Sleichaus was the leading receiver for the Cougars in terms of uh, well actually he had four catches for 56 yards and two scores Adonis Hutchinson led the team in yardage with 71 he also had a touchdown Christian Janis had 31 yards and a score and Hunter Schneider had the other touchdown reception in the game. Leading tacklers uh, for the Cougars, Brady Crawford, six tackles. He also had a sack and a couple of tackles for loss. Matt Gehring had four tackles and a pair of tackles for loss as well. Clay Schuffner, six tackles and uh, and one tackle for loss led the way for the Warriors. The fumble recovery, uh, the only turnover in the game, fumble, was recovered by Griffin Weagle. Winona State wins at 42 to 35, and the Cougars drop to three and five on the season.
0: University of Sioux Falls has to go into the jungle next week. Pittsburgh State looking forward to the atmosphere and what it's like to play in front of 10, 12,000 people at Pittsburgh State of Kansas. But man, gonna have their hands yes, full with sure the gorillas. Are. Yep, it's gonna be a jungle.
3: Absolutely. I think.
0: Turn oh. your mic on there. Oh,
3: sorry,
1: Chad. Oh, there I did that.
3: <laughs> sorry about that. It's all right. Uh, I, I think it, it'll be interesting, you know, the, the Cougars. Just have to look at this as an opportunity. I mean, go shock the world at this point. There, there's, I mean, there's really nothing to lose at this point. Uh, you, you're playing a team that probably should beat you by multiple scores, you know, based on the rankings and the, the records going into the game. Um, you know, use this as a huge building opportunity to, you know, come together as a team and, and develop all those, you know, relationships that you've been working on all season and, and the skills that you've been building and, and see what can ha- end up happening next week.
0: You had your uh, nose in on the huddles down on the sideline and walking back and forth and picking up things. How serious did the injuries to Slykehouse and Hutchinson appear to be?
3: Well, both of them were moving around afterwards so that's promising. Um, I just think, you know, they work with the training staff and, and I think If those guys aren't 100%, you know, a lot of times uh, the the trainers might just say, hey, let's go ahead and and call it a day. Um, Don't risk further injury, especially with something like a hamstring. That's, you know, that's something, uh, you know, I think Hutchinson was holding the back of his leg there, and that's something where if, you know, if he goes from just being tweaked to really being pulled or or ripped, then that's a much more serious injury that could cost him more time later on this season.
0: Uh, I got to ask you this. Five games – They've allowed 40 or more points. Looking back, I thought this was highly reminiscent of 2013. But in 2013, there were only three games where they allowed 40 or more points. Highly reminiscent, 10 years apart, but uh, yeah. it's tough to watch sometimes.
3: It is, and you know the, the Cougar fans aren't used to this. Uh, obviously, you know we haven't seen something like this from the from the Cougars in quite a while. Uh, you know, the, the defense, we just keep waiting for them every single week to step up and start making plays. And, you know, the, the defense just has not done that, just has not risen to the challenge. And so, you know, I think Coach Glow and, and the coaching staff is going to have some, you know, that ho- hopefully they're able to kind of continue to teach these guys, but they're going to have some opportunities to, to fill some big holes here in the offseason. Yep.
1: I, I think that's 100% true. I think, you know, you can't, you can't sit here, and you were standing in here as well, you can't listen to Coach Glow. Glogowski and not believe that he feels like it's headed in the right direction. It's just not quite there right now, but uh, I believe him when he says uh, they're going to get it turned around, and I think uh, they're, they're going to get that thing going in the right way sooner be, sooner than later. Yeah.
0: They dropped a 3-5 and five today, however, and one more loss and that 28 consecutive winning season string will be history. It is what it is. It's called the game of football. That's right. It's life. For Chad Berger and Tim Hyatt, our thanks to uh, Coach Glagowski for joining us on the postgame. This is Tom Frederick saying, you've been listening to USF football. Today's final, Winona State 42, the Cougars 35. We'll be back in action next Saturday from Pittsburgh, Kansas. 1.30 the pregame, 2 o'clock the kickoff. Right here on Fox Sports, one FM, AM 1230, at kwsn.com. So long.